powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Oh, hello there. That was me typing so elegantly uh, at the beginning of the stream there. I am Marc Dumont. I am your host for Game Over. I see all my favorite people in the chat already. Hey, Trizak. Hi, Claire. How's it going? Paper Dolls. Dennis is there. Just okay. Robert, pretty great. Dennis, just okay. Um, honestly, super excited for the show. Hey, no, Dennis, much love to you. Fun game. And of course, Shane Wright scored his first career NHL goal uh, um, against the Canadians. That's just absolutely perfect. We're going to get into that. We're going to bring in our guest, Chanel, who uh, worked, um, she was a consultant with the Seattle Kraken uh, for intersectionality. And just one of my favorite follows on Twitter, someone that I've learned from, and I look forward to learning from more in the future. Also, a bit of a Kraken fan there. So there was some good and bad from today. We'll get into that. And in the meantime... Um, I just want to say what's up to the chat. Love all of you. I'm not stalling because I forgot my ad copy or anything right now. I'm definitely not doing that. So I'm going to get that ready. We're going to jump right into it. But in the meantime, we're going to get a little word from our sponsors. Want to bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada's sportsbook. NFL's in full swing. We have World Cup, Morocco. How about Morocco? The only team to score in Morocco was Canada. So that's our World Cup right there. Uh, obviously, hockey season is going down right now. There's prop bets. There's live bets in play. There's a whole lot of options. It's made by Canadians for Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com SDPN. That's sportsinteraction.com SDPN. Ontario only 19 plus. Please play responsibly all right so we're gonna bring in chanel just right now hey chanel how's it going buddy how are you i'm great how are you well i think we both got the best of both worlds there because i mean I, I got to watch the canadian score and you got to watch shane wright score so we're gonna get into all of that in just one moment but how perfect was that like i i think we all called it right that shane wright would get his first career goal uh, tonight against the habs I think I'm just lucky that it happened and that the pressure is a little bit off for everybody, especially for him, that it couldn't have been written a better way. No, absolutely. And that, see, again, you're showing, it's not it's not hard to be smarter than me, but I was just thinking like, yeah, yeah, goal, goal, goal. But you're thinking long-term here because the amount of pressure, especially for a guy that fell from, I see everybody in the chat, by the way, mocking my background. Okay. Sorry, Chanel, we have to do this. I give them an option every time. So I have an option for everyone in the chat. I brought one thing. You get to vote on it. It's a mallard. I can put I can put a mallard. Do you want me to put a mallard? I'll put a mallard. So if everybody likes the, the, the mallard, we'll put it up. Chanel, what do you think? Should I put a wooden duck up behind me? You need something. I mean, <laughs> Anything kind of is sad. better than... Yeah, I know. I just started. I have a Yanni Ninema nameplate that I taped with hockey tape. I felt like that was a pretty good start. Um, but yeah, so going back to that, let's 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 rewind a little bit because from what I saw, Chanel, seeing the whole Shane Wright situation, I thought if I was playing out in Montreal, oof, it would get ugly pretty pretty quickly. Now, that's not saying Seattle's not a hockey market, but you know, you know, this guy was pegged to be the first overall pick for a long time. So how did he deal with that, that pressure at first? And, and it's a tough situation because, let's be honest, he wasn't getting minutes. It's, it's been a really interesting storyline. I feel like it's been more of a storyline than it's been actual history. I think a lot of it is, like, speculation and oh, yeah. gossip and 
you know, you know how sportsy it can be. What? Rumors and uh, gossip in hockey? No, no, no. Yeah. No drama, just yeah. sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only only soap operas, you know, nothing real. Right. Um, I think it would have been especially funny if it had happened while they played in Montreal, but I think it meant a little bit more that it happened on home ice for other reasons. Just because it really, I think it would have been too much. Uh, yeah, that too much would have been amazing if he would have scored in Montreal, but yeah. <laughs> like, we can't ask for too much, right? Absolutely. So, we saw him today on a third. Uh, the, that was the third. Is that the Kraken's third line with Gord and um, uh, Bjorkstrand? Is that? I think it might be. I, I, you know what? Nowadays with coaches, it doesn't really matter. I, I like it. Between, if you're not on the top line, it really doesn't matter that much. But. Yeah. He's getting his opportunities, and we saw him with Coachella. Or I, is that the name of the team? Yeah, I guess the concert has a team now. Firebirds. Yeah, the Firebirds. Yeah. So scoring goals. I mean, <laughs> this is a young man who, for some reason, people started to doubt. Even though he has a you know a history of producing, is this what he needed to to kind of put away that frustrating start? I think so. I think you know having such a great run with the Firebirds. I think he needed just the confidence. And not because, you know, he was struggling too much here. It's just like, I think when you're in the shadows, not really the shadows, but when you're in the shadows of someone like Matty Beniers and how hot he started right mm-hmm. off the gate, I think that that really sets up a weird precedent. It's an awesome one, but like when the storyline is the way that it is and he ends up here and then he, you know, doesn't sparkle right away, people get nervous. <laughs> Um, so I, I think it was great that he had that time and a lot of people weren't really happy about that choice, but I think it was very intentional and uh, agreed upon. And I think it actually worked out in his favor. Were they weren't happy with the early, life. the early minutes or the assignment? I think just the way that the team was at the beginning of the season, we were doing so well and there was kind of a weird, not really great spot for him to slot in the lineup. So it's kind of like not enough shuffling and just. Too many pairings were just so good together at the time. It was kind of like, you know, what what can we do? And at that point, you know, he got really great experience with the Firebirds when he was out there. It's funny. Oh, by the way, of course, the, the chat loves you. Hey, I'm here too, chat. I'm here too. But no, Chanel's the star <laughs> today, and I understand that. Um, one of the reasons I, I kind of understood, and I, I, I think the coaching staff and management took a bit, a bit of a hit there, but... One of the reasons that they could afford to do this is Seattle's playing quite well, right? Like I was telling Habs fans, hey, this isn't the Seattle of last year. They're they're probably outplaying their their underlying and, and you know their underlying numbers. Um, but this team is for real, aren't they? I I think they're definitely for real in a sense. Um, I think anytime we get you know down two goals or down one even i get flashbacks to last year it's really <laughs> hard to not get flashbacks from last year um but i i don't know i think having the bar set the way that it was we definitely weren't expecting to start off as hot mm-hmm. as we did and it was really great to see because it just shows that a lot of these, these behind the scenes things pay off i always say like that you know we're dealing with a gm who i believe is a genius and I think he plays the long game and I think when you're setting up for a franchise like from this from scratch like it's like he he knows what he's doing um it might not come off like you know year one which it didn't 
um, but we're not, not all of us can be Vegas, you know? Well, and let's be perfectly honest. I mean, I, they, Seattle got a ton of criticism for its, its expansion and, and I'll be honest, I thought there was maybe a lack of movement, but they didn't sell the farm, right? Like, like Vegas did, like, you know, Vegas, I haven't checked, but I assume they have no draft picks for the next 50 years, right? So they're, they're, they're building something sustainable in Seattle, which I, which, and, and I was just so shocked to see them. What right now, what are they second or, or second in the division? They're just cheap, just trailing the, the Knights, right? That's it. Trailing Vegas. I, I think so. They're, they're creeping up there. They, they, they went on such a lot. Like, the stretches are great. Like, I think the last one was a seven-game win streak, which is really, really cool to see. Um, and obviously, that's such a big, you know, now it's in their history book. Like, that's a, that's a big deal. That's but, cool. Um, so that's really nice. They, they obviously, have you been, because you're in Boston right now. Is that is that where you are right now? Sean? Yes. Okay. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, I, I'm half Irish, so half boo on that. Um, did you attend games in um, um, Seattle? Jeez, I, see, I have a great memory as well. Did yeah. you actually uh, attend the game? Yeah, I when we opened, I went to the home opener. Oh, cool. Uh, I went to a couple games. I watched the game that we beat uh, Montreal and in person, which was just so amazing. Um, it was really cool. Just to show my age, I was at the Ottawa Senators' first game where they beat the Canadians, okay? So <laughs> back in my day, I'd wear an onion on my belt because it was the, the style. How How is Seattle embracing this team? Because, you know, for the longest time, Chanel, it's a supersonic city, right? Like, that's all it's ever been, but it feels like they're embracing the team. They love the team. Even last year when we were going through it, when it was tough times, like, the fans always show up i think they had just been waiting for so long um for something just, you know no matter in what form it, i mean we're all also at the time like you know the only thing we had was the storm and not to discredit storm but like you know not enough people are paying attention to the storm so like even though we had an amazing wnba team not many people you know were cashing in on that um and so when we finally got the crack in it was a huge and I think it's, it's just so special, you know, all around. So I think they really like it. It's funny because I see like Vegas as the chaotic, chaotic evil expansion, but I see Seattle <laughs> as the good. Like, I don't know why. It's just like the wholesome expansion. Okay. You have a lot of fans in the chat. Uh, Chanel, um, um, unsurprisingly, we have um, uh, a comment here from Shoeshine. Says, uh, hey, Chanel, as a disabled fan in Seattle, I want to thank you for all the work you did here. It's the easiest experience I've had going to games of any arena. And I, I don't want to ramble too much here, but one thing that I try to do in these arenas is picture myself. Obviously, it's very easy for me. Um, and, and, you know, when someone goes in crutches and they say, hey, geez, it's tough to get around in crutches. Well, you know, you start to get an idea of how it is to be uh, in that situation at all times. So how has that experience been with you working with explaining to teams, uh, you know, how to, to make it just a little more welcoming for, uh, for everybody? It was, I was in a very unique position because obviously we started from the ground up. So we had a really huge opportunity on our hands to make uh, the disabled fan experience and really just anybody, anyone, you know, mobility yeah. issue or not. Um, have a really seamless experience coming to the to our arena, and um, luckily the people that built it also they had like a lead um, like 
construction guy. I don't know the proper term, Foreman. but he himself had a mobility device. And so oh. with his experience alone, which was kind of unplanned, like it wasn't, you know, something but, but that's just the best knowledge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Everything, everything made sense. And I had no idea about that. So I got a tour of our construction site. Literally, I went to Seattle twice. I went, uh, for the expansion draft and our, our arena was not ready and then and i went for the opening so um at the expansion draft time it was definitely not ready but i got the tour from him and it blew my mind completely blew my mind because you just would never know and it's really flat like the you know most arenas are to an extent at least you know what little knowledge i have of other well the concourses are some but, and yeah. Can, yeah some some of your Canadian wins the, you know, maybe Flames one might not be so great, but um, it is it, it is very I old. Think, but I think they should all be improved at, yeah. at one point, right? I, at some point, they have to be. You think, uh, but yeah, the concourses are, are pretty flat. There's not a ton of like uh, really weird steep pathways that probably used to be stairs that you know were patched over or whatever. Um, it was really thoughtfully done and, and it's very wide like room for so many people uh and i think that the one firebirds one is probably also pretty similar in that vein as well well it's pretty cool because yeah as you mentioned there's not just patchwork so you're not just making you're not just making modifications you're, you're putting it into the groundwork there which is obviously the way it should be fans in the chat want to know um what happened well the Habs won for two but there's a certain <laughs> guy named shane wright that also scored his first career goal and I want to get your opinion on the draft because I was there now I want to tell a little bit of a story I know Chanel's the star today but I had a fun story because I was in the Habs marketing team and uh, how do I say this they weren't burdened with 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 knowledge of prospects let's just put it that way and um so I was going on this spiel I talk a lot it happens saying like these are the reasons you don't draft Yuri Slavkovsky and I just like I started one by one by one saying them and then they're like, hey, we got the word, we're drafting Slavkovsky. So I went live and I just flipped it around. I just, everything I said, <laughs> I flipped it around. But I mean, to see Shane Wright fall to four, to see him, he was mean mugging the Habs, let's be honest. I love that. I love that. What was your reaction to how he handled all that? Because I, I honestly think, Chanel, people were a little harsh. Like this kid's 18 and got told his whole life he was going to go first. Darn straight you can be upset, right? Like I thought that was fair. I'm someone who's benefited a lot from mask wearing because, like, my face doesn't, I don't have a poker face. I feel like, uh, you know, it, it could have been one of those things. It's like we've been able to conceal our emotions a little bit more in the last couple of years. Um, and I think, you know, when you work so hard for something like that and you think it's going to go one way and it doesn't go that way, um, and I think it's hard to not set certain expectations and we don't know the conversations that were happening behind the scenes uh he's been, you know, he's been told since he's like 14 he's going first overall let's be honest you know so, right like, I, yeah. I, yeah so i think that would absolutely you know the mind boggles over that one i for one was just shocked as well from a completely different perspective but sort of just you know kind of curious as to how you know not even montreal but teams after him didn't go for him as well yeah um, yeah even arizona i could shocking. i understood nemich but arizona going and yeah. i actually thought cooley was probably the best forward of the three but you don't go grab him at one or two i was surprised he fell to seattle what was the reception in seattle though because 
this is kind of what it reminds me of. And I don't want to put bad vibes out there because I, I have a lot more faith in right. But when Alexandre Degg came to Ottawa, again, I'm showing my age here. Way back, we, we just got color TVs and um, um, right after the war ended. So Alexandre Degg came to, to Ottawa and they essentially put all their hopes in them. And the fans really, that's what got the fans going for the Senators. Has it been like that for Shane Wright and the uh, Kraken fans? I think because we weren't, you know, really expecting too much or maybe had no expectations, mm -hmm. uh, it was great. You know, like I was like, I felt like that we stole, like we stole one. Um, it felt like a very shocking event and it was really exciting. Um, you know, and how could you not be excited by something like that when, you know, all the hype was around him and just, it was confusing, but you know, the result was really great. I thought it was kind of perfect because I, I really thought that Shane Wright, although very skilled, maybe the pressure, let's be honest, like the pressure in Montreal, I talked to Slavkovsky after the draft and like three days later, you know, we went to go do an interview. I'm like, hey, buddy, like, are you, are you good? You're just an autopilot. He's like, man, I haven't thought, like, I, I, I don't remember what I've said in the last five times I've talked to anyone, right? So it's go, 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 go. And I felt like maybe Seattle, without being patronizing, was probably a little bit, you know, a little bit of a less of a high tide, if we can, if we can put it that way. Yeah. Okay. We're saying yes. Shane Wright scored a goal, and I think we're all going to cheer for him going forward. Like, I didn't love the whole part where people were kind of getting on his back for showing emotion. You don't like tell me you wouldn't show emotion at 18 years old on the draft. You know, I I I, I felt he actually held back. So you know, everyone that criticized right i get it but uh in my opinion like you wouldn't have done any better at 18 now yuri slavkovsky today just okay but he's kind of been in the same position now not a lot of minutes slowly going up he's on the second or third line who knows what it's called nowadays but he's hovering around th 12 13 minutes did you did you like what you saw tonight why yeah, i think it was honestly super cool to see basically back-to-back first NHL goals. I think that that's really special. Oh, yeah. Kovacevic um, got his know. first goal. Yeah, that was cool, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, it was, a, it, it was interesting all around. I think, you know, the Hubs are such an interesting team and super young, and I think it's definitely hard, especially in the position you guys are in, it's definitely hard to figure out, like, where everybody goes and where the pieces go we don't together. Know. And we don't know. We're just who, like, who hmm. deserves more playtime? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know what the, what the minds are over there. So, um, you know, I think as, as long as they're winning to a certain extent, I think that that's all that matters to some degree. Yeah, so, well, I mean, the Habs, in my opinion, they're the, like, you know, the Troy from Community coming in with the pizzas there when the, the multiple <laughs> timelines? That's the Habs. Yeah. Like, everything's on fire. Abid's enjoying his pizza on the side. You know, it's it's been chaotic, but fun. And, and I like what you're pointing out there for if it's at least exciting and there's some young players progressing, I mean, that's the point, right? If you're winning and players are progressing, uh, it's because Chanel, we're Habs fans are at this point where they're worried about the draft. Cause let's be honest, the draft that's coming mm -hmm. up is woo. Like that's a, that's a <laughs> good draft. So would you, if you're a Habs fan right now, would you be upset that they're playing well? Or is it just okay? Since guys like Caulfield and Suzuki are, you know, hamming it up. I don't know. The draft I, I is so it's good. Hard, it's, it's hard to say. It's like some people do still want to win and you have to put that and the tanking things to get to that point. It's just like, is it really worth it? Like, you know, in the moment, 
You know, like when you're in the moment and you're competing, it's like you don't necessarily feel like that it should be your goal. Yeah. Obviously, the people around you are probably, you know, encouraging a different thing. But you know. I always say it's um, players don't tank, general managers absolutely tank. And I know for right. a fact, Ken Hughes <laughs> was not expecting this season to go as well as it has. You know, like trading like Toffoli early, that was their getting rid of Kessel when the Leafs did that to go to get Matthews. Like that was kind of what he was trying to recreate there so um so oh yes 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 sorry my bad my bad for the pronunciation um miss epica is saying i'm not um how do we okay well i forgot um, my my oh my slovak i can say ahoy in slovak so hi that's easy that's the easy one and then no oh slavkovsky taught me one but it's a bad word i think dobice right that's a that, i think that's a swear word in slovak so i apologize in the chat for putting a russian twist on his name there my bad i'll do better next time um we have and we have most of them being your fans here, I want to know what you think about uh, Suzuki and Caulfield because in Montreal, man, like, they're getting... You know, you don't want to get too excited, but darn, it's fun to watch. Like, they're, they're scoring about 90% of all Habs goals. From the outside looking in, are they... Do you think they're as good as, as Habs fans? Not that we exaggerate, but as Habs fans <laughs> seem to be making them out to be? I, I think we should just celebrate when people are, are doing well and, you know, support other players that, you know, might be struggling. And I think because they're so young in these, like, really important leadership positions mm -hmm. and they're also super talented, it's kind of like, what more can you ask for at that point? Like, do you want them to not be doing that good just so that, you know, we're not so, the expectations are so high? Like, it's, it's definitely complicated, for sure, but I definitely... Um, I, I don't think they're, you know, overhyped. If anything, I haven't really heard too much talk about Oh, them, so you, you're saying you know? House fans so, haven't been loud enough? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Be louder. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Jeez. That's the first time any House fan has ever heard that. Be, be louder. I um, <laughs> One of the cool things to me, and obviously Caulfield is going to cost a lot, but when you look at Nick Suzuki, and I think it's so important, and, you know, Seattle starting its tradition and it's cool to see all this history, but the Habs, obviously, you know, there, there's stuff to work on. And I just feel like so few guys can come in and take all of, like, when Suzuki was named captain, there was an election happening in Quebec. And it went to the legislature. Like, they were talking about it in Parliament, okay? They were talking about his language, you know? So just to show you, once in a while, things get a little loopy here in uh, in, 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 in Montreal. Yes, Yanni Ninema represents Yanni Ninema. And we're going to, here, I'm going to get the mallard. One second. So... This is my choice for <laughs> Chanel says anything is better than, than nothing, but I have a mallard. Do you guys do you, mallard? Mallard? Do I put a mallard up? Let me know. We're gonna we're gonna figure that out in just one bit. Um yes, Habs fans do exaggerate once in a while, but right now it's just they're playing with house house money. And that's honestly that's the cool part with them. Now, I wonder, let's let's play what if the Marvel style. If Shane Wright gets drafted by the Canadians. Where do you think he'd be right now? In the lineup or or, or maybe he ran away, <laughs> like maybe maybe he just like maybe he got on a boat and he just started sailing. <laughs> do you think he'd be able to kind of make an immediate impact in Montreal though if if he would have landed here? I think so, but honestly, I it's I feel like our teams are very similar situations in the way that we're the rosters are made up it's like there's 
there is a good chunk of talent, especially with who Seattle picked up over the off season. Like there is so much talent on our team now mm-hmm. from kind of like a more veteran perspective. So I think we have a good balance of like, you know, young and seasoned players, but your team we have more seasoned players than not. So um, I think it would have been fine, but I think they probably would have struggled in a sense to, you know, find a good place for him in the lineup. Well, I mean, <laughs> I remember at development camp, <laughs> Safkovsky got, like, he didn't, in his first interest squad scrimmage, he didn't get a point, and people were like, oh, come on, Moses. Like, they're just like, you know, like, the French swearing starts coming out. Sorry. <laughs> I got I got all excited in my French style that I was just about to start swearing. But, so I think it actually is probably a blessing for Wright that he didn't end up here. And and, it's, and again, it's not insulting his, his pedigree. It's just, it's a vicious vicious town and even Slavkovsky a couple times like came up to me and this is while I was working with the Habs so and he was just like man does this ever stop and I said no no for the next 20 years this is what you're this is what you're gonna get okay they want they want Funko Pops those are those little um squishy like what what are Funko Pops they're they're like little squishy they're, they're like figurine guys I saw one at the, okay, I'm so old. I'm so old, Chanel. I saw a gingerbread, like, Marvel character, Funko Pop at the grocery store. And Austin Matthews was there for eight bucks. So I'm not, I'm not going to get the uh, Austin Matthews. I would like to know right now, how confident are you, because they're in a playoff position and they're home ice. How confident are you that Seattle can make it down the stretch? Like, like keeping home ice advantage. I, I, I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm definitely nervous. Um, just because they nervous. lost the Habs or? No, I'm nervous because it's just one of those things like we're back in the position of this is the first time and cracking history that we're in the playoffs. And, you know, if it goes terribly, like, you know, it's going to be an issue. Um, I don't think that we're going to make it to the finals by any means. But it would be nice. It would be nice if we win at least a couple games. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I've watched every game this season. I watched every game last season. And I think, um, you know, once we're in a good rhythm, we're in a good rhythm. But sometimes when you get in a rut, you get in a rut. And, like, it, it depends on at what point in that up and down we are during that transition period. Yeah, it's if, it's if you hit it hot, let's be honest, that's how the playoffs tend to, to work mm-hmm. out, if you hit it at the right time. I mean, my favorite time in Montreal was, we, there was this random Stanley Cup run, and everyone said they shouldn't be there, but guess what? They were there, and the fun was real. So I hope Seattle can get that type of... And imagine Shane Wright makes it to, to the to the Stanley Cup final. Now that, I don't know. You know, I... I don't want Habs fans to hate me, but I, I kind of want Shane Wright to give it to the Habs a little. I think that could create a fun storyline for 10, 15 years, you know what I mean? But I also think he's way more mature than I am. I Do you think he cares, honestly? Do you think he cares about this stuff? Uh, I think he hears things. I don't necessarily know if he, you know, if he takes it to heart. I think you have, you're built a certain way to survive in this environment. Um, and obviously he's super new to this environment, so time will probably tell. Yeah. Um, but I hope that he can, you know, shut out that noise because it's just going to be a lot of pressure either way. Mm-hmm. So. Well, to me, when I go back to the draft, when they skipped over him, what he actually said is, I'm, I'm going to try harder against them. But I, I love that. Darn right you are, kid. Darn right. Okay. Also, the chat mm-hmm. saying I'm old enough to have Oleg Petrov figurines 
Man, I was old enough to see Oleg Petrov come into the NHL. Saku Koivu at one point said Oleg Petrov and Brian Savage were the best line mates he's ever had. So, like, I've seen some dark days, okay? You know, like, these, the, the streaks in my... Yeah, that's that was from crying for many, many years. So, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're going to go in also for the division. People are saying here, because you have... There's people on the feed. Do you think that the goaltending... That's my... I look at... Seattle's roster and I think it's pretty good top to bottom I don't know about that goaltending how confident are you about the uh about, about you know and and is it a legit starter like I feel like that's a weak point for the Kraken I think I yeah I, I definitely think that that is the place that we struggle in just because we either have injury I mean like both Jager and Groovy or or Groovy's just come back from his injury. Okay. Um, and Jager is, is, is in the, he's in the rafters, he's waiting. Um, and, and maybe if, you know, he's good to go by that time or, or you know, early after uh, January or whenever, I have no idea on that timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like based on the broadcast tonight from the Seattle side that uh, he's been working out. So time, it's looking like things are progressing. Um, it'll be interesting to see because I feel like Jader had a bit of a, a rough season last year as well. So maybe this, you know, conditioning and rehabilitation situation will help him. Um, you just never know. Like goalies are, goalies are tough. Voodoo. Like goalies are voodoo. It's just yeah, you don't. Hmm? Yeah, it's a very interesting position, and, and I think we'll see. But yes, out, out of all the things that we have to be concerned about from that perspective, it's definitely probably that <laughs> yeah definitely the goal thing it's always that but you know we've seen in you don't need to be paying 10 million dollars for a goalie anymore so you know that 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 could work out we have trizak here that's a question for you chanel um what would seattle be looking to add at the deadline because that's the first time ever they'd be a buying team at the trade deadline right they might add i haven't checked the salary cap so someone in the chat can tell me what their salary cap's at i assume it's pretty lucid um are they going to trade for Sean Monahan? Basically, Habsons want to know how much they can get for Sean Monahan. But do you think <laughs> Seattle will be adding players at the trade deadline, or are they just going to take it easy? I've been pretty curious about this as well because um, who would it be? We're at a really weird place. If anything, I don't, I don't even know if we have room for another goalie or he, who's even in the market right now that we could pick up like, well there's 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 jake good. allen but i don't know i don't know if Habsons are going to want to get rid of him that would be hysterical if that happened um i i don't think i could mentally process that <laughs> yeah, right uh, jake jake allen seattle starter or i mean can, 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 you know what's pretty it could have been carrie price it, it, like for free that could have happened was there? Chanel, I need to know. Was there ever a legitimate chance that they were gonna pick Carey Price at the at the draft at the expansion draft? Was was that actually on the table? I I would I would personally personally I would have hoped so, but I truly do not know. I think there is obviously a reason why that did not happen, and I think based on what happened afterwards, uh, from Carey's perspective, I it's probably in our best interest that we didn't go through with that. Not that that probably was predictable, but... But that would have been... I was thinking maybe like... It would have been like almost a star player for them right off the bat. You know, that's pretty cool. Okay, so... Um, about a million in cap space, but there's some good... That'll that'll grow exponentially to about five million. 
So if it and five million at the trade deadline is a lot because these guys have already burned off. So the Kraken could possibly add. We're gonna start. Okay, do you want a Josh Anderson? Do you want a do you, you want a Monahan? What do you want? What do you want? Do you want a Joel Armia? We got a two for one Joel Armia Rempit like deal on today today only. But would you think they should add a forward or because I look at them and I'm thinking if not a goalie, the forwards seem pretty okay. Maybe a defenseman would be the best bet for uh, the Kraken. I think if you don't have the goal, then we might need maybe some more defense. Um, it's just, you know, whatever we can get. I I have a particular soft spot for Turbo, and I feel like since he's come back from injury, he hasn't quite looked like himself. Um, and, you know, I don't know uh, what, you know, what it might actually be going on there but um i hope that he snaps out of it i think just in one of those ruts but i mean he's still as fast as ever still pretty much the same but i think he gets a little nervous from time to time can i can i interest you in a in a gently used joel edmondson Eh? I don't think so. <laughs> it's again. All right, there we go. Um, oh, hey, Laura Natasha, how's it going? Absolutely. Okay, Trizak, you know the deal. After this, the chat's giving me crap for trading everyone. But, I mean, that's what I do. That's what I get to trade people. That's absolutely. Um, ooh, Timo Meyer would be, yeah, that would be very good for the Kraken. That's a suggestion mm -hmm. by Shushine there. Um, what do you have here? Someone was criticizing me earlier. And, uh, oh, too many people are criticizing me. Sorry, Chanel. I have to get... Oh, Paper Doll says your eyeliner is, is great. And I agree. But I would also like a little praise for my eyeliner. That's all I want to say. Um, <laughs> and uh, no offense to Jake. Jake well, they're saying no offense to Jake Allen. Hey, listen, Jake Allen's a great goalie. He's got but that experience. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a team makes a move for him. Maybe not Seattle. But uh, I have one question before we go, um, if you don't mind. What, what's the, when we read up on your, um, I'm going to call it a blog, but that's not it, but, uh, you know, more than sports. So that's at the, it's, it's intersectionality that we're basically discussing at that point, right? Sports, mm -hmm. inclusion and whatnot. So where can they find what you write and what, what's the subject matter, Chanel? Because I think it's pretty important for a lot of people to get a better idea. Uh, you know, if you really want to, like, instead of patting ourselves on the back for doing stuff, if we really want to make change, we have to listen to those uh, that know about it. So what what do you do with that blog and uh, where can they find it? Um, so I'm probably, I'm the most active on Twitter right now, which is in the, the bio of the stream, you can follow. Uh -huh. um, and uh, I started a podcast back in 2020 called Be uh, More Than Sports Night interviewed athletes and anybody else you know in that sports realm that would would be nice enough to let me interview them um i don't do that anymore it's kind of short-lived because i got picked up by the kraken so i gotta have to put oh, that on yeah. so you got an nhl um, job yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fine uh it's it's whatever so um you know i i'm i sort of have more my work with you know having having built a platform of sorts is to educate people from my perspective of being a disabled person and mm -hmm. wanting to work in sports and um building a community and you know i started following the bruins in 2011 which was a really ironic time to start doing something like that because obviously it was like my gift year 
Um, it was an okay, yeah, okay year. <laughs> it was an okay year, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but having built an interesting community and starting to share my story and uplift other people in the community, um, that's been the most fulfilling part of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, on my, on my Twitter, you can find articles and stuff like that in my bio. So I'll make it easy for you to just go over to Twitter and figure it out from there it's well, it is now that's totally fine i i know and I, it took me a, a while actually to start following you but uh i'm I, i'm glad that you're that's you're... okay we're on enemy line i the reason i said the haves fans can be loud is because i don't follow or know a ton of them <laughs> okay so, so it's i like... think I, i've cleansed the palette that i i saved myself from you guys i like it i like it no and i mean it's (laughs) one of the things again it's so easy to overlook especially you know um you know if you're in my situation where you have all the privilege in the world so it's always nice to have that perspective because i think if we look at just even how our cities are built i don't know i'm gonna start getting upset about this but you know just it's not just hockey arenas it's just getting to like basic things which is you know essentially a whole section of our population forgotten so uh, obviously it's it's quite important and i am definitely preaching to the choir so you can find chanel on twitter um or at your local starbucks because you're just an addict apparently of, of you're just an ice cop you know that's just like uh nick suzuki you and nick suzuki Addicts, addicts of ice cup, ice, uh, ice cup coffee. So that's fantastic there. And thank you everyone in the chat. I forgot to get them to like and subscribe. So Robert is the smart one here. Well, we have two smart ones here. Yes, exactly. That's the other smart one here. Not the smart one. Yes, exactly. Or else Steve breaks into my house. He comes to Montreal and he he whips bagels at me. Like it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. They're not even Montreal bagels. That's the worst part. Okay. Thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, And Chanel, thank you so much. Honestly, I really appreciate it. And I have a blast following you on Twitter. I hope Seattle does good. But I hope the next time, maybe Slavkovsky could score. So give me your prediction. Next time they play, who scores? Slavkovsky or Wright? I thought this was their last meetup, but if it's not... Oh, I, I don't know. I'm thinking, yeah, I don't... You, if, you'll know. So, yeah, probably time, probably their last this year. maybe next season. Okay. That's fine. If it's next season, if it's next season, that's going to be really interesting because the storylines are going to be really strange because uh, you know how quickly that stuff changes. But I think maybe one each, you know, one from your side, one from my side would be good just so, you know, each is... So everybody's have. happy that lovely moment just Chanel's so wholesome yeah. all right yes and then and finally so we vote for the duck do we want a duck <laughs> eh? do you want a duck people can vote on that that is everything that is everything that is all for us tonight Habs win for two like and subscribe the podcast will be everywhere follow Chanel on Twitter trust me and I follow like two people every three years I'm like the baseball hall of fame for following people. Very, very, you know, like very tight on it. So I suggest follow Chanel. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, everyone in the, the chat. Trizak, Tim, Lindsay, everybody. Claire. Claire is always here. Love Claire. Matt joined us. It was a great fun chat. You can find it afterwards. Subscribe, like, smash, and follow Chanel on Twitter. That is all for us. We'll see you next time on Game Over. Powered by Sports Interaction.